Welcome to the Buyers Agent Institute podcast, the show that will take you from your nine to five to living a life on your terms. We hear from the experts themselves, sharing how they created their success and give you actionable steps to help you create a lifestyle by design. Becoming a buyer's agent requires passion, dedication, and great mentorship. This podcast will share with you all three so that you can turn buying property into a career. I saw what you were doing, what other buyer's agents were doing through podcasts um, and just decided like, if I don't give this a crack, I'm kidding myself. Like I, I, have, the, I have the knowledge from what I've done myself. Um, I've helped friends and family out. I just thought, wow, I'm, I'm crazy if I don't give this a crack. So- Welcome to the Buyer's Agent Institute show. The purpose of the show is to bring awareness to buyer's agents, to bring awareness around the career opportunities that the buyer's agent sector is providing to people, to bring awareness around the true value that buyer's agents are providing people who need help buying property. Our goal with the show is to strip back and dive into the opportunities of remarkable buyer's agents who are now paving the way forward in one of the fastest growing career sectors in real estate in Australia right now. Our guest today is George O'Brien. George has got an awesome story. He left school at 16. He then went and joined the mining industry as an apprentice working as a diesel mechanic. He stayed there for eight years, earning really good money. At 19, he bought his first property. He's 25 now, he's got four properties, and he has left the mining industry after eight years to really pursue his true calling and passion, which is buying property. He's now a buyer's agent. He runs his own company called Future Property Co. based in Newcastle. He's currently specializing in Newcastle in both investment and principal place of residence with an intention to spread his business and move at a more national level for not just investment purposes, but also commercial. Today, I'd like to welcome George O'Brien. How you going, mate? Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming here, mate. Yeah, no worries. How long was the drive from Newcastle? Um, Just over two hours, just beat the peak hour, so it wasn't too bad. Very nice, mate. So there's obviously a lot of people making the career moves now and jumping into the buyer's agent space. From what I understand, I remember when we first spoke, you were obviously in the mining sector in the last eight years, and you're earning very good money, right? Yeah, yeah, quite good money. Why did you decide to make the move? Um, well, basically, to start off with, uh, I went to school, sort of went through school. I was quite smart, but didn't really apply myself. I was more there for the football. I played rugby league uh, and the girls, my mates, that sort of thing. So when it comes to the end of year 10, um, I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do. I was playing quite high level football at the time. Um, and I, I genuinely thought I was going to be an NRL player, a rugby league player. Um, and if that didn't work, I would fall back on being a builder. Um, so building was always in the back of my mind. Uh, I decided to go to year 11 to play football, like the Catholic school football system, um, and had a, a lot of injuries over those couple of years. So um, I had two knee reconstructions and a shoulder reconstruction. I dislocated my hip. I had a terrible run, uh, and that just ended my football career, like professionally or semi-professionally um, at that point. Um, so I decided to uh, leave school and become a builder. So I did a couple of weeks work experience. The builder loved me, wanted me to get an apprenticeship. Um, and I was about to do that. And then I realized that there was these mining apprenticeships going on up the Hunter Valley. There's quite a few underground and open cut mines up there, but they're quite sought after those uh, apprenticeships. 
So I applied for about five or six of them um, and got all five, five or six of them. I can't remember, there was about 2,000 applicants for each thing um, and I don't know how, but I got through the aptitude tests um, on most of them and got an interview and when I got those interviews is where, where I really sold myself and I think they, they liked me. Um, I decided to go with an open cut mine. Uh, so at this, age, at this point I was 16 um, and started my apprenticeship there. So that went for, for four years uh, and that was great. That really um, gave me a head start as opposed to people going to university, which I still think is great going to university, but it just wasn't for me, um, that side of things. So from 16, I was earning really good money. Um, and from 16 to 18-ish, I just, I was a young kid. I was partying, um, I was having fun. I didn't save a cent really. All I had was a banged up Hilux to my name by the time I was mid 18 year old. Um, and my dad sort of said to me, look mate, I, I was young once. Um, I know you're just having fun and you've got plenty of time ahead of you, but buy, um, just buy, if I could advise you to do something, it's just buy a property. Um, he wasn't an investor by any means, but he knew about property. So I bought my first property. A year or two later, a year later, I realised what that property had done in the Newcastle market quite a good time. Um, realised the power of property investing and just completely that was the moment that the penny dropped for me. Um, continuing on, obviously built my portfolio, but uh, I was working in mining. I had a, a couple of properties behind me. I was earning really good money um, and I was sort of, I felt like I, that was all, if I wanted to stay on and be a supervisor in the mines, I would have had to do another 10 years there. I was travelling sort of three hours round trip a day, um, doing 13 hour shifts, night shifts, weekends. It was quite good money, $140,000 a year. Um, but I was just utterly unfulfilled. I, I had this entrepreneurial spirit once I started reading books and listening to podcasts and seeing people like yourself. I always wanted to be my own boss. I always um, wanted to strive for the, that next uh, thing. And I just found myself just at a, at a dead end. Um, the, the atmosphere up there, the, the people, there were some really good guys that I worked with. Um, I learned good and bad things about work ethic up there. Um, but at, when I realized what I had done through property investing and the life that it had created for myself by building that base, um, I'd said to my girlfriend, I'm getting into real estate. I didn't know whether, I really am obsessed with the finance side of things. Obviously investing is a game of finance. so. I didn't know whether I wanted to get into that, being a sales agent or a buyer's agent, but I said to my girlfriend, right, let's go, let's, I'm quitting my job. Um, I'm, I have this abundant mindset that I, it, everything would be okay. Um, and obviously that was calculated. Um, so I said, our portfolio sitting there, it was basically neutral. Um, let's go traveling for, for nine months. So we went backpacking around South America and Europe and that was amazing. We did lots of surfing and yoga and drinking and partying. Like it was, it was so fun um, and it was really what we needed. And in that time, I saw what you were doing, what other buyers agents were doing through podcasts um, and just decided like, if I don't give this a crack, I'm kidding myself. Like I, I, have, the, I have the knowledge from what I've done myself. Um, I've helped friends and family out. I just thought, wow, I'm, I'm crazy if I don't give this a crack. So I got back uh, at the end of last year. Sorry if I'm babbling on. At the, I got back at the end of last year in October and um, decided that in this January, I would launch my own company. Um, I tossed up the idea. I reached out to a few well-known buyers agents, um, that, that one that I had used, um, a couple of others uh, about working for someone. I really wanted to, I didn't want to jump in and think I knew everything. Um, I really wanted to do a trade as such under a really well-known buyers agent that had a good brand, um, good ethics, all that sort of stuff. But then, once again, that entrepreneurial spirit in me, I wanted to have work my own hours. I wanted to go for a surf and a coffee and um, do CrossFit every morning, um, all of that sort of stuff. So I just, I, I 
toyed with the idea of working for someone and then just decided, wow, just let's, you can do this on your own. I had, I had inquiry coming in. I started marketing on Instagram late last year. And then about on my birthday on the 7th of December, um, the, I decided to just launch it. I had a, enough inquiry coming in. I'd done my formal licensing over a fairly quick period of time, um, started the business and thought, let's go. So from, uh, from the 7th of December, so tomorrow it'll be two months, um, I've actually signed up seven clients um, and it's just, I, ha I just haven't looked back. There's been hard periods, tough periods where I do second guess myself, but um, it, has, it has just taken off and I'm just so happy to be able to help other young people buy property, build their portfolio and just create a lot, lot, live life on their own terms basically. It sounds cheesy, but that's really what we're trying to do. Well, mate, it's a, quite a story, quite a journey and I guess it's, it's amazing that you're following, I guess, that entrepreneurial blood that's flowing through you, which is to get out there and do your own thing and you're able to get out of that, uh, get out of that previous work, that career, which was the mining and actually take and have the courage to then take the leap to start your own business. I think that's always very admirable. I mean, I've done that and I obviously I'm trying to inspire other people to do it. Yeah. What have been the challenges? I mean, the last two months, what have been some key challenges that you've noticed yeah so I've, I found that I knew I had the the market knowledge um, of real estate what makes markets tick what like like cash flow finance all that sort of stuff I knew I knew the fundamentals um, but I, I guess I wasn't quite aware I'd, I'd been told but about the the organizational and the accounting and the and the um, the marketing actually getting that those signatures on that dotted line is what it comes down to because you can be the best investor in the world and have 20 properties but if you can't have that value proposition and show people how much value you're adding for the for the fee that they're paying um, there's just it's just not a no no brainer like you can't you, you won't do well in business um, so I found that to be the hardest thing believe it or not I'm quite an introvert I get quite nervous um, so sometimes it's it's hard for me to portray what I'm trying to to do for clients because I really do have their best intention um, at heart uh, but but one, I've found every every situation that I'm in, I'm getting better and I'm growing. Um, and apart from that, the other challenges I guess are being alone. Um, you, it's really important to have people like yourself, um, other guys like Jack Henderson and other property people that I talk to um, to bounce ideas off. Because when you're alone, um, sometimes taking calls at 8 p.m. in your office in your undies, it's like it's a bit you you sort of don't find yourself. Um, it's, it's hard, it's different just putting on the coal mining shirt and going to work um, and being in that work environment or not, like it's, it's, it's more diluted. Um, so there's been a few challenges, but none that I didn't really expect. And um, it's, yeah, I haven't looked back to be honest. Seven clients in eight weeks. Did you expect it to grow that quick? I had an inkling. Um, Newcastle's a fairly small place. Um, I've, I've spread myself fairly well across Newcastle, Maitland and the Hunter Valley throughout my younger years. Um, I had an okay Instagram following personally. Um, my, my family is quite well known around there and we have a good reputation from, from what I know. Um, and I, I had a, a lot of people knew what I was doing already personally, um, but I guess, yeah, I didn't expect it to take off this quickly, but I was prepared for it. Um, and the, the challenge with that as well is I had just, I wasn't going to launch until January, um, but I decided to launch in December. Not my CRM was still getting set up, my accounting softwares, my, I was still talking to mentors about the best way to do things. And then I had these clients come on board. Um, 
And I had to put that on the back burner because the clients obviously come first. I'm sourcing deals, making sure they're looked after. Um, so that's been another big challenge. But um, yeah, it's it's been crazy. I it's funny. I I really talking about the different type of clients. Um, I really thought coming into this that I would just purely be focusing on investment. I wanted to dot, nail really dig deep on the Newcastle market from an investment point of view for investors from Newcastle that want to invest in Newcastle and from Newcastle that want to invest nationally. Um, but I've found, I think five of my um, first seven signings have been owner rocks. And that, that I didn't think too much about that sort of stuff, but I've really, really enjoyed the emotional side of things because I get to work hard for people and, and see their, their um, the smile on their face and when we get a really good outcome for them. And I've found a lot of them have been hybrid deals. Um, so first homeowners that do want to, obviously for the benefits of living in your first home, um, live in that house for a year or two, and then they, but they really also wanted that investment. So they wanted it under market value with add value potential in a really good growth pocket of Newcastle. So it's exciting. There's people that are coming to me, but they also want to live there for a year or two, but they, and it's hard to find that if you don't know what you're, what you're talking about. Um, so that's been really enjoyable. And actually my first client just the other day, I actually helped him move into his first house. Um, it was, he was moving from up the valley in Cessnock uh, into Newcastle, into the beaches, and he was, he was stoked. We got a really good Breno job for him there, a really good add value potential. Um, and he didn't have a truck. He didn't really, hadn't moved before. And I said, look, mate, um, my, my father's got a truck, I'll come out. So I drove the truck out and spent all Friday helping him move in and just stuff like that, mate. It really gets me going, yeah. That's awesome. I mean, yeah. that's great that, you know, in your own time, uh, you yeah. just help the client. And that's that's part of what we do, right? It's the yeah. service, it's the relationship we build. Yeah. Um, it's obviously the love for what we do as well. Yeah. And as you said earlier, the client, as you said earlier, the clients come first. Yeah. And it's all about the client experience and the first class yeah. service, right? Yeah, 100%. So five of the seven properties, principal place of residence. Mm. It's interesting, there's quite a few buyers agents who start off love investment, only yeah. really have bought investment, yeah. and then they think they're only gonna focus on investment. Yeah. And I've seen that transition that goes naturally and organically into PPOR. Why do you think that is? Um, I think, especially when, for someone like myself, who is, is just getting started, um, from a business point of view and in a small market like Newcastle, um, I, I am an expert I, in that market, in the Newcastle and Hunter Valley market. Um, and I just, I think that a lot of people there, um, eh, to be honest, I don't think they know about property investing. There's no, not much awareness around, like there is podcasts and books and it's, it's really, really coming along. But I, I don't think a lot of people um, that I'm dealing with are fully aware of it, aware of it until they sit down with me and I say, look, mate, you've already like, you're, you're changing from this PPOR to this PPOR. Why don't you hold that and buy this? And then, and that's what I'm talking about, the hybrid sort of um, building your PPOR into your investment strategy. Um, I think for myself as an investor, like if, if sophisticated investors want to use a buyer's agent, they might want someone a little bit more experienced or diversified across the states, which I 100% plan to get to. And I understand that they want to use people like that. Um, but for first time investors or younger investors, I think um, they're, they're definitely happy to come on board and use someone like myself that they can relate to. And they're not just another cog in the, in the, in the clock or whatever the term is. So I don't know if that answers your question, but yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think there's obviously, there's clients that are just going to grab it 
gravitate to you. Yeah. And if they like and trust you and feel like you're the right person, help them yeah. buy that family, family home. And you said it's also hybrid earlier. Yeah. So I'm aware of that, how that works in the sense of they want to live in it for a period of time yeah. with this transition exit strategy of then yeah. renting it out. So I think it does serve the purpose. What would you say or how would you describe your mindset at the moment? Really, really positive and abundant. I, um, I wasn't coming from a, a great place when I had my, my nine to five job. Um, and it took sort of the traveling and starting this business to really open my mind up a lot. Um, but my mindset is just, um, I, I, when I want to do something, I struggle to do anything until I get to that point. So with anything in life that I've, that I've sort of planned to do, whether it be investing in property or getting, being the best at my job or getting a hot girlfriend, whatever it is, you know, like I, I have to get there and do that. So I'm super driven at the moment um, to, to be the best in my field, to be, to, to pick the sort of, a sort of niche in Newcastle um, and obviously expand on that nationally and com um, with commercial property, all that sort of stuff. But I'm really driven to be that, that key person of influence in my industry um, at the moment. And my mindset, the things that I, I do to help my mindset each day is I like to wake up at five o'clock every morning. Um, I have a cold shower, do some breathing, a bit of meditation. Um, if I've got time, uh, I do a little bit of yoga, but I really like to go and do CrossFit um, first thing in the morning. If I can't, I'll do it in the afternoon. But that hour, I wouldn't be a real CrossFitter if I didn't tell you I was doing CrossFit, would I? <laughs> but that hour of just being in what we call the pain cave is what just sets me for the day. Like I, I just go in there and get absolutely tortured for an hour and I love it. It's, it's, the, it's like a form of meditation because I'm not thinking about business. I'm not thinking about family. I'm not thinking about bigger issues in the world. I'm focused on staying alive in that hour. And it just really sets my, my, my mindset and my hormones, all that sort of stuff for the day and, and allows me to um, yeah, be, be successful. So I'm really into all that sort of stuff. I also believe um, your diet uh, and exercise and, and building your, your knowledge base, so self-development stuff had, plays a big part and it's a, it's a holistic approach to, to running a business and investing, I believe. Yeah, it all, it all integrates, right? Yeah, 100%. So you've obviously got the morning routine down pat and yeah. you know, talking about CrossFit and exercising and it all gives, releases the endorphins. Yeah. There's the dopamine as well. What about starting a business, like getting out of mining and just changing your career mm -hmm. and running a new business and doing what you love? Like that must be releasing some happy chemicals like. Oh, absolutely. Um, at the end of each day, uh, I just look back on where I, what I have done that day and, and the things that have happened. And every day is just a new day. I'm obviously still learning. Um, every day I'm learning new things, but just to be able to work my own hours. So I get up really early, do that sort of stuff and just batch my work, um, smash it out, go for a surf, smash it out, go for a run. Um, and then, and, and to be able to be dealing with clients, um, and, and bringing them positive outcomes and really changing their lives. That's what I'm, we're in the business of doing. Um, it's just super, super satisfying. And for me to be there pulling the strings um, in control of all that, in control of possibly the biggest uh, investment that someone will make uh, or biggest purchase in their life is uh, super fulfilling. It, it's, uh, it can, can be taxing um, and, and a little bit emotional because I want really good outcomes for my clients. Um, but at the end of the day, it's just... Um, I can't even explain the feeling. It's super fulfilling. And, and at the end of the day, that's, that's what I was after, um, a, a higher purpose and to be fulfilled in day-to-day -day life. In terms of gratitude, are you, things are probably moving so quick for you. Yeah. But 
do you, do you recognize yourself and are you grateful for the lifestyle now? So you said you want to have the coffee, do the yeah. CrossFit, not work for someone? Like, yeah. is, is that? It's funny, when I was mining, that's all I wanted. I just wanted to be able to wake up at whatever time I wanted to, go to the gym, um, have a coffee or a surf and just and, and flick through my emails and, and lean into the day. Um, but now I find myself um, just up straight into the emails and I have to stop and, and take a look and I, I get really harsh on myself. Um, saying that I want to make X amount of, of um, purchases for people before end of financial year. Um, and, and I struggled sometimes to look back on what I have done in such a short period of time because subconsciously I, I, I'm always looking forward. Um, but I do sit down usually once a week uh, with my girlfriend because it takes it does take a toll on the relationship as well, the business side of things. But it's all positive. We're, we're working towards a higher goal. But yeah, once a week we sit down and reflect and, and do some gratitude stuff and it really, really helps because it all is about perspective, as you know, um, on everything in life, especially business. Um, but for, the, for, for, for my business um, and what I'm trying to do with Future Property Co., I, I've got a real niche of young people that I'm, I'm aiming for. Um, I believe that when you're young, if you can just build, like there's so many people that get stuck in the nine to five and then they drink alcohol all weekend um, and they're stuck in this rut, but they truly don't know any different. Um, If I can just show like younger people through my Instagram stuff, through meeting them for a coffee, even if they don't have a deposit, nothing through doing some YouTube videos and this type of stuff, if they can just see what I'm doing and realize that that's not, they don't have to do that. Um, all it takes is to save up a little deposit while that you have to grind to start off with, but all it takes is just to save up a little deposit, put your money in the right markets at the right time, buy the right asset and use a, use a professional. Um, and over, if, you can, if you can get that first one right, um, over the next couple of years, you can go again and go again and really build that asset base. And then by the time you're 25, 30 years old, you can have a really strong asset base behind you and you can do whatever you want. But I think the secret is really getting started early and, and and a lot of people just don't know. So I really want to get the awareness out there and show people that it is possible um, and, and change their life. Because I, I was stuck in that, that, that working um, and, and having a beer of a weekend and, and no real goals. You sort of buy your house by the time you're 40, you pay, you'd have it paid off by the time you're 60. If you're lucky, then you live off your super. Um, I don't want that for myself uh, and, and I changed that and I found a way to change that and I want to show other people but not that's not for everyone some people are happy living day to day I have friends that are super duper happy just working in nine to five have their own PPOR that's fine but for people who do want better and feel like they don't have an outlet I really it's uh, it's my mission to to find them and show them how easy it is and how successful you can be if you if you start early and have your time in the market. It's a very powerful mission, yeah. I guess, especially you've been there, you've changed your life and now empowering and I guess creating awareness for the younger generation to actually understand there is that different way because you're right, they're, yeah. they're stuck in this rut, yeah. they think that it, that's it yeah. and then they just, it's, it's kind of like a mouse just running around. Yeah, and it's hard to get out of if, if you don't know any different. Obviously, there's two parts of it. You can invest in property or start your own business. And I just think if you invest in property early, that leads, having that asset base can lead to starting your own business. And obviously, from listening to a lot of podcasts and a couple of books and all that sort of stuff, it's, it's uh, I'm of the mindset that there is a, a massive market in the next five to 10 years for people to be creating micro businesses and doing their own, um, like micro niches and creating their own businesses and living there's obviously it's the the age of the the entrepreneur and there's just so much opportunity out there for people but they just think it's normal to work in a job um 
and yeah, it can be really unfulfilling for some people. So hopefully, yeah, I can lead the way a little bit in that respect. Well, yeah, you already are. I mean, you've yeah. jumped out of what you were doing, made the leap. Yeah. And so you're already leading by example. Yeah. And I think that's going to be inspiring for people to to want to follow your path. Yeah. And I'm sure you, like, you, you've got a good social following, you're getting good presence, you've got good marketing now. So over time, it's going to, it's going to yeah. create more impact, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's the plan. Yeah. What are plans, last question, what are plans this year for Future Property Co? So for this year, I really want to, um, between now and the end of financial year, um, obviously get as many clients on board as I can, but really build my, um, my brand, the Future Property Co brand in Newcastle um, and really dig deep there. Um, I, with, with clients coming on board in the first couple of months, I've found it hard to get out and build my B2B relationships with um, brokers and real estate agents and managing agents, all that sort of stuff. Um, so I really just want to build my presence and be, be known as the buyer's agent in Newcastle not only for first home buyers, but for sophisticated investors, upsizers, downsizers, all that sort of stuff. So by, by the end of financial year, I really want to, want to be there and have everyone know who I am and be that trusted name. Um, and then from, from there on forward, I really want to start, um, I've, I've got plans to travel uh, up to Brizzy and spend a bit of time there, a bit of time in Adelaide, Perth, um, a couple of different regional markets and just get on the ground there and, um, and do my own sort of DD and find, find out what little pockets are, are working um, and hopefully expand the business nationally so people can come to me from Newcastle or elsewhere and I can um, source really good premium investments for them nationwide um, and also diversify into commercial as well. I have never bought commercial stuff for myself but I, I read a lot about it, I'm super interested in it so um, I really just want to just expand but, but not um, expand so much and scale so much that I, that I lose focus. I really still want to be a boutique brand. Um, uh, and do really quality deals for people but yeah but that that's the general overview for this year but really exciting yeah well i mean you've, you've signed seven so quick i mean yeah be scary to think what happens at the end of 12 months yeah, yeah exciting. um you could have a team of seven so yes. where can people fi find you and future property co yeah so i do most of my stuff on instagram um which is george o'brien underscore buyers agent uh and the other places you can find me for the business is www.futurepropertyco.com.au. Uh, I'm also on LinkedIn uh, if guys want to connect with me there. And Facebook is Future Property Co. So I try and spread myself evenly across the platforms. Yeah. Good stuff, mate. Well done. Yeah, it's great you. to have you and yeah. just, again, inspiring to see yeah. people like you get out of the rat race, mate, and start. Yeah, cheers. I just want to say for, for young people that are getting started, people like yourself and, uh, and mentors, I think are just a huge thing um, to, to be able to talk to people that have been there and done that can really reduce the amount of time it takes to be successful and the around, amount of mistakes that you make um, just by leaning into other people and having those mentors there. And it doesn't take much just to reach out and nine times out of 10, they will help you out. So yourself, um, my brother, a few other business mentors that I've had um, really, really help you, helpful. So thank you. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Yeah. You know, Tony Robbins says success leaves clues and yeah. find people who've done it and just get there. Yeah. 100%. Good stuff, mate. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. So wrapping up today, George O'Brien, you can check him out. You can see on the screen where you can find him to understand more about George. George, to me, I mean, he screams authenticity. He's someone who's just very humble, very real. And at his age, owning four properties, most people in Australia don't even own two. And so he's actually been there, done that. Uh, he's super committed to his clients. Just hearing about how he spent a whole day on Friday just helping one of his clients move 
properties just using his time you know we can't buy time so giving out his time to help his clients is a to me a true indication of how much he cares and how committed he is to his work so check out george he is going to tear it up he's focused in newcastle now but he will be expanding soon so reach out follow him online see you next week find out more about how you can become a stellar buyer's agent yourself, head to www.buyersagentinstitute.com.au.